The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. You're listening to the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on the home of 630 Chad Santa's Anonymous. Craig says it's snowing in St. Albert. Well, we're expecting, uh, it was supposed to be possibly freezing rain last night. I'm not sure oh, that we got that. We got fre- rain. It was uh, freezing rain out at our place. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, typically when I go out in the morning, I my car is covered in a sheet of ice if mm-hmm. it's been uh, freezing rain or if it's rained at least and the t- temperatures drop. But that was not the case today. And the roads were okay. But we are expecting heavy snowfall in parts of western and central Alberta. I've given up on going to bed early. I've oh, good given for you. up on going to bed early. I, you know, come nine o'clock, nine thirty, I'm a little tired. Go to bed. I'm still awake at midnight. Done. I'm done with it. Yeah. Because I just get so frustrated and I'm angry. Um, and now it's twelve thirty, and I'm downstairs on the couch, and I'm having an anxiety attack because I can't sleep, and I have to get up in six hours. It Why do you have nuts. to get up in six hours? Well, because I had to work out. Oh, so you want to get up in six hours? Well, to, to get everything done yeah. that I need to get done in the morning, I had to be up at a certain time. Like, I've got everything planned out. <laughs> Did you, right? uh, speaking just, of which... Just drove me nuts. You know I'm that uh, Carol and I, you know, pick our television show for downstairs and our show for upstairs. Mm. And oftentimes we feel obligated is the right word to continue watching the series because we've invested... Even if it's bad. Yeah, Orange is the New Black last season, for example, we just wasn't good, right? And this season it. wasn't... It was marginally better. And I, they're only doing one more season. And now the Piper's been uh, released. We're going to follow. Come on, you've watched the series already. Uh, we're going to follow her exploits out in the real world while her girlfriend remains back in uh, custody. But have you seen the new series of uh, House of Cards? No, I gave up on that series a couple couple series ago. This one won't win you back. No, apparently it's awful. It's horrible. Yeah. It's I've really heard bad. Nothing but bad reviews of yep. it. Yep. Won't give away any uh, storylines. I know a lot of you haven't watched it yet, but we finally sat down to watch it. And honestly, we struggled to mm-hmm. get to the end of it. Yeah, I refuse to struggle. I, I'm not, I know you do the whole commit. We you're, try. You're all in on that one. But no, if it doesn't get me within the first uh, couple of tries, yeah, I'm wasting we, my time we, on it. Well, we've never given up on a show before. And again, just my opinion. And we don't all have the same one. Um, Mayans MC, which is a spinoff from uh, Sons of Anarchy. Mm. And we enjoyed Sons of Anarchy in the first year or so when it was about a bike gang. And then it got ridiculous because Sons of Anarchy, and again, spoiler alert if you haven't watched Sons of Anarchy, they live in a town of 300 and there was 480 murders last year and nobody's (laughs) pointing a finger at the bike gang. So the Mayan gang was a gang that was a storyline within... Mm. Um, Sons of Anarchy, so now they have their own show, and it's brutal as well. We This is the first sh- series that we've given up on without giving it an entire season. We we did two episodes and went, no. Chedville, what are you watching right now that you absolutely love? Yeah, That's what's maybe good? Maybe be curious to know. Again, um, I'm, I'm not a big... TV watcher, I have a couple series. I have Outlander and uh, Ballers. Mm-hmm. Um, Ballers this season was better, was than, better last. than last season. Yep. I, I like the last couple of episodes. I really like the last episode taking on the NCAA. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens uh, next season. Um, but yeah, I committing committing to a show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had started to watch Peaky Blinders. Remember about a year and a half ago, I told you about oh, Peaky Blinders? Yeah. And we got in about three or four episodes, and that went by the wayside. Really? Yeah, it, it, they, they were good, mm-hmm. but just kind of went by the wayside. 
Well, just it, trying to find time. You know, and here's what I think. I'd rather watch football. Yeah. Well, I'd rather watch Real Housewives. Don't judge me. <laughs> here's where I find drama writers go wrong. And and I always use as an example, um, oh, what's the television show? Uh, you know, the these are the cases of the... Oh, and see, I, I Law and Order. Law and Order. So the original Law and Order... Um, the concept was really mm-hmm. cool. You know, the show starts off, you get to see some of the backstory, but you're not really sure how it all relates. And then there's a murder, mm-hmm. and then you get to the halfway point where they charge somebody. And you're like, oh, that's not... Right, because they've now gone backwards to figure out how those random events all connect to one another. Then the next half hour is the lawyers mm-hmm. uh, prosecuting, and sometimes they're successful and sometimes they aren't. And it felt like you were getting a glimpse of how the criminal justice system works. But after a few seasons, now they decided, well, we need to know more about the detective's life, his yeah, daughter. Yeah, char- it's character development. It's character development, but it's one of those shows where you don't need the character development. Mm-hmm. We know who they are, we know what they do, and yeah. we want to see the process, right? And, yeah. and that's what I find with, uh, when you have, like West Wing was this way too. West Wing was cleverly driven with good dialogue, with good good writing, you know? But there comes a point at which it gets too good, the writing. And that's what happened with uh, House of Cards this season. The storyline, first of all, is ridiculous and, and unbelievable and beyond, even in this day and age, anything you think is possible. And in some ways isn't even ridiculous enough because real life is... Going on, yeah. yeah. But there's so much snappy dialogue between the characters that you're just like, okay, nobody's ever that clever. And, you know, I was reminded of Marlon Brando one of the best actors ever. Marlon Brando is also famous, among many other things, for never memorizing a script, ever. So he would go in and he would be accused of being lazy, right? And the reason he never memorized a script was because he said people don't memorize what they're about to say. So he would know generally what What he was gonna say, say, and then it would come out sounding very Mm -hmm, natural, mm -hmm. right? Uh, We got to the point where the clever quips between characters on House of Cards was beyond listenable. We watch NCIS New Orleans every Tuesday night or Monday night, whatever night that it's on, not because of the witty dialogue or mm-hmm. the um, or the investigative techniques. We, we watch it because it's set in New Orleans, right? Yeah. And, th- and that's it. That's the only reason probably Which, why we're invested yeah. in that show in any way. I do like Pride, but, um, but that's really uh, about it. So after that... I, I got n- nothing. See, I would imagine that the fans of House of Cards were happy, A, to discover that it was coming back mm, yeah. after the controversy, and B, were interested to know how they would write yeah. uh, him, out. him out, right? Um, I'm interested in Westworld right now. I, I've enjoyed it for the most part, but I'm interested in a different reason. These fires you've been hearing about down yeah. in California, it wiped out the Westworld set. Mm. So the the town in which everything's filmed is just has been destroyed. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm curious to see how they rebuild the town for the next year of for the next season. I mean it's a small aside but yeah. Just one of those things. I'm I'm just finding in general it was originally movies and now it's television where if you look at the blockbuster movies that are coming out in every any given year you're generally disappointed you go to see them like halloween whatever i just saw or whatever mm. and you go ah, it was not as good as i had hoped it would be and now i find television is going the same way where you're like huh. 
and it's this not is as good the, as I had hoped. Yeah, well, television for, to me, television shows have gone you know down downhill quite dramatically over a number of years. I think the stuff that we watch more, mm-hmm. you know, Netflix and the HBOs and stuff. Maybe that's a different that's a different thing. I think. Um, House of Cards after season two, really, after yep. season three. That's kind of when it was at its peak. Same with Orange is the New Black. Yep. Um, you you know, you want to see the evolution of television. You know how we like to pick a show? Like we watched Fantasy, mm-hmm. not Fantasy Island. We watched um, The Love Boat. Mm-hmm. And currently we're watching WKRP. WKRP, the episode we watched last night. And mm. when would that have been? That would have been the 70s, mm-hmm. I think talked about transgender a transgender uh individual and sort of um the wkrp's take on um you know that particular subject and uh, and i'm sure about, the word wasn't transgender though no, no. They, they 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 simply said the character simply said to herb the sales manager mm. uh well we actually know each other we were friends yeah, in high school okay i remember that one yeah right right mm-hmm. um it's interesting to see not only how television has changed, but how society has okay. changed. Um, there is references to Venus Flytrap fly and the fact that he's the only black mm-hmm. employee there. Um, Les Nesman wanted to do a series on, uh, you remember Black Like Me? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he wanted to do the same thing. He wanted to uh, paint himself in blackface and go, this was the episode, yeah. and we watched uh, as well last night. And you watch that and just go, wow, like they were they were trying to do something that was edgy that they oddly would not be able to get away with now. You know what I mean? Like you tend to think that, boy, we can get away with so much more now in television. But no, the opposite's true in many cases. If if you had a character on a popular sitcom come out in blackface, what do you think the pushback to that would be? Because we know, you know. Oh, we've seen it. Right. So it's, it is interesting because it, that is the thought, right? The television, they're freer to do more. All they're freer to do these days, in my opinion, is more nudity and more swearing. Yeah, the smoking, drinking. Right. Sex. Yeah. That's kind of the... the but some one. of those earlier shows, what pioneers they were to try well, and tackle those issues. They were pushing it. You go back yep. to, you know, Archie Bunker. You go back to the Jeffersons. You, you, you look at, at those ones and and what they were trying to say or do or the things that happened on those shows at that time. Right. A good example, a great example from our text line. Same goes for films. Uh, do you think Mel Brooks could make Blazing Saddles today? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So when we think about how free we are now to, you know, push the envelope and cross the line, that's not true. The opposite's true. We're less free now. Um, yeah, I, I think you're. Yeah, that's the way. I think a number of other people would look at it differently, mm-hmm. and and that's fine to to each their own. I, I look at it a, a a little little differently. Yeah, I mean the difference would be whether or not that's good or bad. That's right. That's the question. That's right. Uh, you know, once you put aside the fact that no, we're actually more restricted now creatively than we're, and comedians are in that category as well, quite frankly, right? But as far as not perpetuating stereotypes or not promoting hatred, mm-hmm. then that's a good thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe I'll just leave it at I'm, that. I, I am just uh, looking forward to it. I'm not a big moviegoer I, either, mm-hmm. but there are a number of movies out uh, right now um, that I'm really interested in seeing that have caught my attention. First Man, um, mm-hmm. 
and of course, well, uh, A Star is Born was excellent. Um, and the new and Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, I, I do want to see that. I'm looking forward to that. I think there, we're actually going some, to go see that as ones. a family. Yeah, I think there's yeah. some th- some good ones um, out right now that uh, are worth. Well, hopefully they're not disappointing. Hopefully not. Knock on wood. <laughs> well, I've heard good things about. I've heard uh, good things yeah. about all of them. Yes, as have I. So we'll see. Mm. Lots of great examples coming in our texting line of uh, the point that was trying to make uh, The Office. Steve Carroll himself says this texter recently said that The Office would never fly in today's culture. It wasn't even that long ago. He cited one of Michael's lines, Oscar, you're gay, boom, roasted. If that was written in a show today, mayhem, but what a great show. All in the family. Yeah. I mean, there are some freedoms now where we're different. Uh, a same-sex couple, no problem at all. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to argue that... I, I, I just think that, you know, th- some of the blatant racism and... Um, what's... And, and stereotyping that was on some shows, yeah, that wouldn't fly today, and that's probably a good thing. Right, but that's what I said earlier. I'm not suggesting that one's a good and one's yeah, bad. Yeah, Those are two separate arguments. I'm suggesting that things are far more restrictive now when it comes to the creative process than they were back then. You then can decide whether or not you believe that's good or bad. But when you look at some of those 70s sitcoms and just think about what they said and what they oh, were yeah. able to do, and the, the idea, the, the common belief is that, well, look at how much more freedom creative people have now. It's, no, no, that's not true because they're held more, far more accountable for what they produce and, and, and again, present. And again, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. But the problem becomes ignoring what's real. If you have a character, whether it's a sitcom or a a drama series or it's a stand-up comedian or whatever, if you have a character who would speak in a certain way, to suggest that that person, that type of person, doesn't exist, Mm -hmm. and therefore we won't write them in. But we're not seeing that. We're we're still seeing that in shows. We're still seeing that in shows. Well, yes and no, because, again... Probably, again, more HBO, Netflix Right, exactly. So using, again, only because it's fresh in my my mind, WKRP as a character, uh, you know, as an example, saying something racist to Venus Flytrap, right, would probably get that character written out of the show now. Because well, he would be, you know, whoever wrote that line, whoever suggested mm, that that was a good storyline. Not sure, but yeah, I, I, I would say that there's still racist, homophobic, of bullying language in in all sorts oh. of shows. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is a much bigger topic, honestly. Yeah. I, I didn't really intend to get into it, but it's just interesting from a creative person, from a person who writes and who yeah. says things into a microphone and everything. You, you, I. The way guys talk to one another, for example, if I make a joke about that, I will lose work because we're going to suggest that that kind of conversation doesn't actually take place in the real world, but it does. I can I can think of lots of examples, but none that I can say for the very that very reason. If you take any conversation that people have had over the last week and put 
all of it on radio, somebody's getting fired. So it's like on radio, in television, in movies, you have to still be careful to sort of present it. It either has to teach a lesson or... Um, no, I, I, I just think you, you have to be respectful of other human beings. <laughs> Yeah, no, nobody's and nobody's arguing that point. You do have to be respectful of other human beings. It's, let me put it this way. When the CBC's biggest show was uh, Were, like uh, the Waltons or, you know, one of those types of shows, mm -hmm. you, you kind of look at a show like that and go, okay, well, that's an interesting uh, period piece, but it's safe and it doesn't teach mm -hmm. anything. And it's, you know, I would be more interested in knowing exactly what's going on today we, uh, you know, it's hard to make the point in a short period of time. Yeah, but you know what? Thank you, everyone, for yep. who is is texting in. It's it's a big one. It's a big one to try and tackle, given where we've come from, where we are today, and um, how I think people think that they should act and how they should be. And as mm -hmm. you say, Andrew, sometimes in a locker room or whatever it is, it's different. It's different. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.